0: Comes a one-two pitch. The Sox win the World Series. Hide hey! 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 he and crushed it! It's a grand slam! I'm telling you, it's time to party!
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back, episode six of Sox Fan Pod. We are here with Caesar. We are here with Nick, and last time I called, I called last episode episode four, even though it was actually episode five, um, but uh, no, this is episode six, and we're going to be doing this more routinely, so Nick, how are you doing on this fine Sunday night at 8.23 p.m.? I'm great, man. How, how can you not feel great about the
0: Red Sox right now? They just won three series in a row. Socks are hot.
2: A Big win today. Really just blew open the what was it, seventh inning?
0: Eighth inning. Eighth inning.
2: Eighth inning. Just blew open that eighth inning. That was huge.
0: I would also like to give a a a massive shout out to Caleb Ort. Um hashtag I, Victor T. Uh yes, absolutely. Whatever, whatever the I saw a lot of hashtags being thrown around this morning. I was I was on the treadmill at the gym and I told myself, I said, Nick, we're we're gonna we're gonna be done after. It's bottom half of the seventh because I usually like to run a mile a day. However, Caleb Ort made that bottom half of the seventh go for quite a long time. So I got my I got my steps in. I got my running in today. So I'd like to send a, a big thank you to Caleb Ort. He's a man of the people. He's just looking out for you.
1: Wants me to get in shape. Has Caleb Ort, like honest to God, real question. Has Caleb Ort had a one, two, three inning this year?
2: I feel like he has to have at least one, right?
1: I feel like he had one. I feel like he had one.
2: like Against, like, the Tigers or something. He
1: definitely had one where it was, like, three barreled outs that were, like, hit at 110 miles per hour each right at, like, the deepest part of center field. But he's... My favorite part about Caleb Ort is he has... He has flow. That man has the nicest hair on the Red Sox, I think, other than Kike. Are
2: we counting... The Wu socks too because
1: no Alfaro. Alfaro, I saw a wild take on Twitter. I I was I was told that we should get rid of Wong to call up Alfaro. I kind of hate Jorge Alfaro now.
2: That's kind of insane.
1: Nick,
0: hi
1: Joey. What's up?
0: I would like to tell you. Not only has Caleb Board had one one two three inning, he's had two one two three
1: innings. Two. Look at him. Look at hashtag support. Look at him! Wow, Nick. I do want to w- one quick thing. I want to address. Um, why were you scrolling on my Twitter all the way down to August twenty fourth, twenty twenty
0: two? You know, to be completely honest with you, Joseph, if if you didn't have so many bad takes, I wouldn't have to to scroll. And I would like to to point out that every every time I, I call you on your bad takes, I stand by it. You know, like you you tweeted this. You know, you tweeted Duran is awful. I'm going to be honest. I think he's starting to become a guy.
1: Nick, I tweet a bit, literally about 20 to 30 times every day. You had to scroll through probably like four to 5,000 No,
0: tweets. It's actually not true because Twitter has this great uh, search feature where I can just search up a player's name and then I can see every tweet you've ever tweeted, including that one word. Oh, so I when did. I searched up Duran, I saw Duran is awful, and I, I disagree. I think his approach has completely changed. I think, you know, when we saw his at-bat in the eighth inning where he was down 1-2 in the count, I believe, there were a lot of pitches that he laid off that he would have swung on in last year, and he
1: wasn't. Just to be clear, um, my take was Duran is awful. This is in August. This is, a, this is like a month after the – Infamous twenty eight to what was it three eight twenty eight was twenty
2: eight
1: to, to, to 5. 28 to five so our our, our after the twenty eight to five disaster I I tweeted a bit of a negative comment at, at Jaron Duran but Nick he is always keeping me in check making sure no bad take goes unnoticed but uh my Twitter was popping today I was getting some I was getting some banger likes today well Joey you were actually,
0: you are actually you are before very I get to you involved. In the Masataka Yoshida exposing some
1: old takes. I was exposing some old takes. I do want to say, though, Caesar called me out on a bad take like yesterday. Caesar, what, what did you call me out on? Now it I
2: was, it. oh, still, so it was something about Connor Wong.
1: Let's see. I think,
2: or maybe it was Yu Chang. Yeah, find what it was. Find what it was. Cause I remember seeing that, and that was one of the One of the first tweets I've seen where I was just like, Joey, come on, man. Can't be saying stuff like that.
1: I I didn't address it just because I wanted to address it on this podcast. I have a lot of of old men in my DMs right now, in my mentions right now. That's crazy. It is not. I mean, I got 40 likes on a tweet today, just straight up. Okay, Caesar, you said bad take to noodle arm McGuire strikes again. I want Wong every day. That's a good take.
2: That's a bad take. Dude, Reese McGuire great. is padding like 350, dude. There's no way that you can want Wong every single day. I think platooning them is great. What the Sox are doing right now with the catcher situation, as much as they can, it's great because Reese is the offensive, Wong's the defensive.
1: Connor Wong hit a Connor Wong went two for four today. He had a beautiful bunt single and a,
2: he did. a no, nine, I'm, seven. He had he had a good game. Everyone on the Red Sox had a good game today, dude.
1: Honestly, except Rafi, he a, he did not look great today.
2: That's okay. He can. He I, think, I think
1: where there's
0: one person we're forgetting who who struggled at the plate this series and the series before that and the series before that and the series before that.
2: Talking about Mister Tristan Casas.
0: Oh, sure am.
1: Oh my yeah. god, that looks bad.
0: <laughs> I actually I got into an argument with one of my friends because his batting average is very low his bat is very low but his exit velocity is very low but i had to remind this this good friend of mine that so is his strikeout rate so his exit velocity doesn't really matter if he's not making contact and putting the ball in play
1: wait what wait his 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 strikeouts are very low they're not no his strikeout rate is low very high, Joe. Okay, his you K percent. Well.
2: He is a fourteen. He's in the fourteenth percentile for K percentage.
1: That's not too good.
2: No, you know it could definitely be just a little better.
1: Could get better. He's a... actually
0: while we're while we're talking about percentile, I would like to give a, a huge shout out to the left side of the infield because Yu Chang is ninety third percentile and ounce above average. And Joey, I know you know this, but what percentile is Rafael Devers and ounce above
1: average? Rafael Devers is in the 99th percentile.
0: Or he sure is. He sure is, Joseph. And how about that play he made today, that double play? Oh, beautiful. that was
2: beautiful. That was like 105 off the bat. Devers just made that look so easy.
1: Yu Chang has um, – I don't want to stray too far away from how good Devers' defense has been, but Yu Chang is the best 100 hitter I've ever seen this guy's gotten five hits this year and three of them have been like massively important nukes. Like Yu Chang might be like the most valuable yet really not very good player on the Red Sox.
0: I'd also like to say, I feel really comfortable with Kike at second base. I love him there.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but was that not Kike's first position? Was he not it a was. second
0: baseman? It sure was Caesar, so
2: it makes sense that you're comfortable with him there. Like that's that's where he's technically supposed to be.
1: Nick, I am working on resetting your password. Resetting the Sox Fan Pod Twitter password. I am
0: going to be taking over the Sox Fan Pod account on Twitter. It is going to blow insanely viral and get so many followers and. I do not have the correct password.
1: Um, I'm going to work on that right now. I do want to say, though, I saw this this poll from at Pod on Lansdowne. Would you rather Masataka Yoshida's nickname be Masa Mafia or Masa Militia? I'm on Masa Masa Mafia. Masa Mafia.
2: It flows easier off the tongue.
1: Massa militia is a little violent. I'm also a massa mafia.
2: I mean, the mafia is also a pretty violent thing.
0: Caesar, I have a question for you. Answer. You work for Nessun, so You are very in tune with the Nessens broadcast. You witnessed three games this past weekend uh, with Lou Marloni and Will Middlebrook's in the booth. How do you how do you think they did?
2: I think they both did good. I really like having both Will and Lou, like even beyond the whole broadcasting aspect, like, they're both, like, super down-to-earth, nice people, but I'm I'm getting off topic. Like, baseball-wise, I'm trying to think, like, who I prefer. I don't know, that because they're both, it's like fire and ice. You know what I mean? Like, they're both really good. I like with Will, how he goes into, like, the advanced analytics, and I think it helps connect a lot of younger Sox fans to, like, the game today. But with Lou, like, I don't know. There's just something about the way that like Lou talks and how he just like talks about the game. Like it's just like nice to your ears. You know what I mean?
0: I'm a giant fan of Lou Merlone. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's doing I, a great job. I
0: really, I really to be completely honest, like I didn't even realize it was Will Middlebrook's until like the fifth, sixth inning today. Uh really? like, you know, I I wasn't really like paying that much attention to the broadcast as I was the game. And I think Will does a really good job of tying in the analytical side to the, like, everyday baseball fan who may not know that side. And, you know, part of me really likes having a broadcast. Like, when I turn on the Red Sox game, there's a part of me that likes knowing that it's going to be, you know, person A and person B. It's going to be Don Orsillo and Jerry Remy on. A part of me really likes knowing that, but at the same time, you know I really enjoy listening to Lou I really enjoy listening to Euclid I really enjoy listening to Middlebrooks and I know if there was if there was that ev- every day sort of thing that wouldn't be the case so I'm kind of happy with where they're at right now yeah I agree I
2: think that just like the Sox just like the Sox in their whole catcher position I think Nessun is doing a good job kind of platooning their uh their color analyst I think they're doing a good job and they did a they got some really good people. Like they, they picked well. You know what I mean.
0: Caesar sounds like you got some thoughts on the catcher position.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I've been a. I'm obviously I'm big Reese guy, but Connor Wong did have a good game today. He's looked nice behind the plate. Obviously, offensively, like he's not been the best. I'm trying to pull up his Savant page right I, now. I like
1: Connor Wong's only major league home run. Against the Texas Rangers, and it was... Does Connor Wong only have one major league home run? Yes.
2: He does. I thought he had at least two.
1: He has sneaky pop. Sneaky pop is my new favorite term. Yu Chang has sneaky pop. Like, guys that don't look like it are going to hit tanks. I'd say Kike Hernandez has sneaky pop.
2: Are you just saying that because they're all small and not, like, Devers size?
1: Yeah, and they're all, like... They don't play like the big bopper positions.
2: Third base, first base.
1: No. I'd consider catcher like a bopper position. Okay, how many – Nick, just – Nick, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Joey. Okay, I'm going to say you don't see a lot of short – okay, that's that's wrong. But you don't see a lot of kind of depth, middle infield guys – and yeah, maybe it is that like they're just like small, and they're like fast. You don't, you don't see many short. Keep that sentence going. Short players hitting absolute tanks, unless you're Masataka Yoshida. I mean, that's that. That just can't be the correct take.
2: I know. I'm. I'm trying to think.
1: Nick is googling shortest players to hit 500 home runs in a season, or something.
0: Jose Altuve. Oh my god! I, I would say Jose Altuve El- has TV. sneaky
1: pop. He has sneaky pop. He does not look like a guy that's going to hit po- that's going to hit bombs.
0: Oh, I mean, like if that—if you're saying they don't look like they're going to be guys who hit bombs, then I would like agree with
1: you. Okay, Wait, what, so what, are you what, saying that guy... Mookie
2: has like sneaky pop?
1: Okay, that's a good question though, because no, I think Mookie just has pop. But sneaky pop could be like a guy that, like, maybe maybe what like when he hits a home run, it's like a missile. Like Yu Chang, he doesn't hit cheapies that are like gone in one of thirty. He hits. If you look on Wooded Dong on Twitter, they are locks. They're th- they're homers at thirty out of thirty. They would dong. They all say. dong. They they all dong. But like that's a. I think Reese McGuire does not have sneaky pop. Joey, I have a question for you. And I have an answer.
0: All right. Uh, I'm just wondering if you'd like to give your apology to Nick Pavetta on this podcast or if you'd
1: like to keep it saved for the next couple Nick of Nick Pavetta had a bad outing. Nick Pavetta was not good. Nick Pavetta had a bad outing.
0: I'm not for happy. The, about it. For the folks at home, I would just like to read his stat line. He went five and two thirds, seven hits, three runs, one walk, seven
1: strikeouts. How many barreled outs were there? How many? Runners were there on base. He got bailed. I just don't like Nick Pavetta is like not that good. He's just not that good. I'm I'm gonna stand by that. He'll have a decent start like that, give you a decent chance to win, like once every four starts. And people are like, I want him in the back of my rotation over Tanner Houck, Garrett Whitlock, and Brian Bayo. No, he's bad. DFAM. I'm going to be honest. Nick Pavetta has given Whoa. the Red Sox
0: a chance to start every or a chance to win every single start except for one. So How many starts th- does he have? Three? Four? Five, right? Four. 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 It was, he had a great one against the Rays, a great one against the Pirates, a good one against the Brewers,
1: and a not one against the Angels. I would qualify that as a decent start, not a good start the last one, is a decent start. I don't think he was very good. I don't think he was – that feels like his peak start to me because, like, also the Brewers have a pretty weak offense this year. I have I would, a comment on the Brewers' offense. When did they get Jesse Winker? They
0: traded for him for – um for – I feel like I'm pretty up to date on like baseball rosters now. No, I they, knew he was trained. I treated. had no
1: idea they had Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker is just the biggest clubhouse cancer. Like players hate him. There's all these things about how he's just such like he's just the worst. Um
2: the Brewers sent Colton Wong to the Mariners.
1: That's a random trade and and uh the brewers Cash got considerations. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I would just want
0: to give you some a uh, couple advanced stats on Nick Pavetta's outing today. Huh. He had, you know, five and two thirds, seven hits, three runs, one very dog. advanced. Right, that's the you know that's the advanced stuff. But to get into the basic stuff, his expected FIP was a
1: two five three. What is his? What was his FIP? A three seven one. I don't. I don't care about
0: expected FIP. FIP is FIP is FIP. The average exit velocity. Just
1: a, a weak ninety two point eight off the bat. Okay. Okay. Is is that? I, I honestly am not that good at exit velocity analysis. Is that like a good EV? Um, it is.
2: I feel like that's like a pretty like that's like a that's decent contact.
1: It's decent content. It's not yeah. outlets, but it's hard. It's, it's pretty in the middle. Okay, yeah. that's where he is. Very. So it was a good start. It was not. Um, okay, we'll move on here. Wait.
2: So but... wait. Wait. So would you rather have Kluber over Pavetta?
1: Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So I
0: want to ask about this because Joey I know you're a huge Cutter Crawford guy
1: oh my god I love Cutter Crawford he's so
0: good I know I know your eyes kind of lit up when I said the name yeah um so right now the Red Sox the way they're kind of set up with Bayo back in the mix and everything they kind of have a six-man rotation going. and as we saw today that kind of leaves us in a situation where Caleb has to pitch the seventh inning in a
1: tie game why was it why was or it was so weird because we used we went from having Ort in a very high-leverage situation to putting in John Schreiber, one of our best relievers, in just the worst, lowest well, level. Well, I think
0: league. the plan, it was always going to be
1: Ort, Schreiber, Jansen. That was sort of the game plan. Do you think they would have gone to Jansen even if they were not winning? If they were down a run, I don't think they would have. I think, I think they
2: would they have. I feel like they've done it before this season.
1: No, Kenley's only have been in not? the same situation. Oh, no, you're right. You're right, Caesar, You're right. I
2: feel like they have. So I think they would again. Because I, I think the thing is the stocks have more trust in their offense than they do in their bullpen pitching, as they should.
1: The bullpen's been incredible, though. Like, like like big shout-out to Josh Winkowski, Cutter Crawford. Literally, like, this is insanely advanced. But, like, if you look at all his fastball, like, you know, grip – speed whatever rpm he has like a jacob de grom type fastball players just do not hit his fastball he is like we have all these like long relief guys and it's like that's so much more valuable than just having a bullpen full of one inning guys and that's why i don't like Ort and brazier so much because in, in an ideal world you can go to to Ort for a second inning but he's just not going to do that because he could give up whatever it was eight runs in like an hour. So I don't I think we we are at the point where I do want to hear your guy actually I want to hear your guys's rotation. Let's say we have a fully healthy rotation, fully healthy bullpen. Give me your full five or six man rotation, Caesar. Go.
2: Uh all right. So I'm going sale Whitlock, Bayo, how, Pavetta. Pavetta and Crawford, I say are interchangeable. But, it, like, that's for five. If I have to go six, then I'm taking both of them. But i am not Corey Kluber.
1: Wow. Okay, so you have Kluber in the bullpen?
2: I have Kluber off the team.
1: You want to quit on Corey Kluber?
2: Dude, he's just – he's not – all right. It's weird because he lets up – he gives up hits, he gives up runs, but then he strikes out. all Like, all his outs are all strikeouts. And I don't understand it, but he looks up five runs. The
1: thing about Kluber is I cannot fathom giving up on him because we're paying him 10 million. We, he was supposed to be our kind of bona fide number two, which is kind of sad, but I think that that's what they envisioned for him. There's just no way you can take him out of the rotation. I honestly want to see like at least eight, nine, 10 starts from Kluber with if his ERA is over like four five, if it's over four, five after like eight or nine starts, that's when I start thinking, all right, let's put him in the bullpen, Phantom IL, something. But I you gotta keep clue in the rotation because you're putting you, you are you really gonna trust a guy like Hauk and Whitlock and Bayo to throw you a full season? I mean, I'm sure at least a couple of those guys can, but I just don't want to risk injury from them, like in the end.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing, like, it is, I guess, kind of hard to just DFA Kluber, which is why they haven't done it yet. I feel like he's really in there to just kind of be, like, the innings filler. Like, he's not going to go and pitch you a gem. He's not going to have one, like, outstanding start this season. Pavetta. It's just not going to happen.
1: Pavetta's the, Pavetta is the innings. I feel like Pavetta is the innings eater. But I, I mean... think
2: it's Kluber. I think it's Kluber. I mean, it could be both. It could be both. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, yeah, I, it, it would be nice to have a slow leverage guy in the pen like that that could just, in a game like this, give you three innings and just close it out um, because, I don't know. Nick, let me hear. Uh, I mean, are, are, are we
0: all on the same page that we're not expecting to see James Paxton this year? What? I mean, yo. I have packs in. We're going to see him like in two weeks. Do you? All right. All right. This, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold this comment for the sake of your question, Joey. Um, for the sake of your question, uh, looking at the start rotation, I love, love, love Winkowski in the bullpen. He is an 89% left on base percentage. That's insane, especially because he keeps coming in these high leverage situations. I love it. Um, So, to answer your question, sale has to be there uh, because of his contract. You're not putting that in the bullpen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whitlock, you are riding out the full season with him as a starter, for better or for worse. He will be a starter this year. Bayo, 100% a starter. Kluber, he's 100% a
1: starter. Yeah, I agree. I think you either – you don't put Kluber in the bullpen. He's never been a bullpen pitcher. You either start him and it's horrible. I think
0: for the fifth spot, you know, it's it's Pavetta, it's Hauk, it's Crawford. I don't like a six-man rotation because that really limits the amount of arms you have available to you. And when I look at, you know, what could be available for you in the bullpen, I think Hauk in a two one-to-two inning role so much more valuable. You know, and he's been great as a starting pitcher. He's given you more than you could have imagined. I think he's incredibly valuable to the bullpen. I
1: think Crawford could be very valuable to the bullpen. I would put Pavetta right now as the fifth starter. I like that take. I like that take except for one guy. You know who it is. I'm assuming it's Pavetta, Joe. It is Pavetta. Um, My fifth starter is honestly to start, it's James Paxton. Because... Well, yeah, but he's not here. He's going to be here.
0: What if, if James Paxson's healthy, I'm on the same page. I, I'm James Paxson.
1: I just thought I'm saying for right now.
2: James Paxson just gave up, like, five runs in, like, double-A. Come on.
1: He gave up, like, eight runs in a third of an inning in triple-A. So, like... yes. Yeah. It was also well, in relief. He's not a reliever at all. He's never been. That's why... I think your highest, you have to look at it between highest ceiling and most realistic. Highest ceiling, Sale, Bayo, Whitlock, um, Hauk, Crawford. Like those are guys that are going to, are still young, have proven that they can have like elite starts. Crawford just went six and two thirds the other day with like one hit. Um, But if we're looking at realistic, it's Sale, Bayo, Whitlock, who are just, they are starters. Kluber, And then you've got that fifth spot where I think it should be Paxton because he's still a higher ceiling pitcher. Um, And Pavetta honestly could be an extremely valuable reliever. I think Pavetta could be a good reliever. Um, I just don't think his stuff plays long-term. How too excellent starts from him, but um, he does kind of fall apart just a lot more base runners third time through the order. Um, Having him in the pen is, would be so valuable. I'm, I'm, on the how the bullpen train, Joe. I
0: don't know if you saw this, but did you happen to see? Obviously, Paxton not the good outing. Worcester. I don't really care too much about it because you know Bayo wasn't great his first outing in Boston. Whitlock wasn't great his first outing in Boston, and then the second star comes around and they show there's something there. So I I don't really read too much into that. Did it concern you at all what
1: his velocity was at? Wait, whose velocity? Paxton. Oh, yeah I mean it 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 concerned attacks he was sitting around 91 to 93. he was and also for more context he was sitting around 95 in spring training um thank you for that quote Nick just quoted me I think Pavetta could be a good reliever that sounds like a really good tweet for your first time on Sox fan Pod Twitter no um, no I'm uh, I have a good one I'm looking forward to it Nick are you over under 10 tweets a day
0: <laughs> uh dude, that's that's yeah, a lot, of
2: tweets. That's a lot you, of tweets if
0: you get rid of that zero i think i'm still taking the under
1: <laughs> i need i need at least i i need at least two all right mm-hmm. no i'll get two i'll get two it can be a highlight it can be a hot take all right but back to your question paxton i'm slightly concerned i mean I, you just got to give him a chance because he can act he can Yo, wait, able- what's the what's the timetable looking like for this podcast? No, for James Paxson to be pitching for the Boston Red Sox. Well, Nick, I don't work for the Red Sox. Um, I don't know if we have anybody that does, maybe. Ooh. Oh, Nick Nick does. So I feel like you might have a better idea of that. Um, I guess like two weeks. on. You want me to text someone? Text Haim? It won't be Haim, but someone higher than Haim. Do you say it Haim or Haim? It's Haim. I think it's Haim. Is it?
2: I'm that's I'm the, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Haim. Pretty sure it's Haim. I
1: think it's Haim. I think that's the Jewish, very Jewish pronunciation. Um, so you're not texting Haim or Haim? No.
0: Per sources, he's making a start on Tuesday. And then depending on that, he could either be back after that start
1: or the start after that. Depending on results or like VLO? Yeah, depending on like health or like results? Health. Okay, so he could go again, like Caesar said, like a third of an inning. Give up twelve, but he's feeling great. He needs to he needs to get some innings. Did you actually just text someone and they got back to you in like two seconds? Yeah, shout out. Actually, I won't I will reveal my sources, but shout out, um, shout out Josh Poscover. Shout, shout out Poscover was very happy for his uh um shout out uh I was told that at my my high school will not reveal the name of that because there's a lot of weird people out there Joey um, how is your high school going so as I said before this podcast I have a cold war test tomorrow dude prom's got to be coming up right prom's next year we went through this last podcast yeah, but. Uh,
2: all right, let's keep it on socks, huh?
1: That's what I was about talk to say. Socks. Nick cannot keep himself together from just diving into my high school life. Um, I feel like there's one. Who do we the Red Sox
2: have? Oh, Oreos.
1: Are we really going to skip Matsutake Yoshida? After you. What was that? Like, what the hell was that? Two bombs That was a glimpse into what we are
2: getting. Game. For
1: context, his WRC Plus went from 77 to 102 in one game. He is now two points better than the league average hitter. That's how unbelievably ridiculous that game was. And those pitches that he went yard on were not even bad pitches. Those were paint. So Masa Yoshida might be God.
2: You Actually, think this is what he needed? You think he needed like a game like this to kind of get his footing?
1: So bad. I I think any player needs this, but that especially for him, it wasn't just, you know, it was showing that he can have a major league power stroke cuz now he's up to three bombs and that puts him on pace for like 20 plus. Um but I don't think he'll get, but like you need to prove that you can kind of get a big hit in a big situation. Um, and those were, those were massive home runs. Those were not just barely over the monster. So showing that power swing and showing that pull power swing is just huge from him. And those are majestic from him. I'm, I'm so excited to see him at Fenway um, assaulting balls off the monster. It's going to be crazy again.
2: I kind of asked that question, like not exactly how I want to, like you answer it fine, but like, do you think he's going to kind of take this game and make that leap going forward? Like, is this going to be, like, is he going to go on, like, a hot streak? You know what I mean? Or is he going to, like, yeah, he had one good game. He's going to cool down a little bit and then, like, get into it. You know what I mean? Or is he, like, was this the beginning of, like, the Yoshida hot streak?
1: We're facing the Orioles next, right? Yeah. Sure are, Joey. He's going to be hot because the Orioles cannot pitch. The or- I mean, the Orioles have pretty rough starting pitching. um, Even though they've o- overperformed and their bullpen – Kind of always overperforms, but I think Yoshida is going to feast off the bullpen off the off the Orioles. Um I, I would say that this is going to be something hot for him because he was so bad for the last like six games. He's not going to be that bad. So even if he's just a little bit better it's going to seem like a lot better, I think. Because I don't know. Yeah. what Wait do you mean so the, the next three pitchers the Red Sox face are all
0: righties with uh well it's it's creamer Kremmer,
1: radish. Lyles? Oh, no, not Lyles. Lyles was horrible. Oh, he's not even on the team anymore. Correct. That was embarrassing. I'm sorry, guys. He's a Kansas That's City Adam. bro. I'll take. The, the, the Orioles do have some tough lefties in the pen. They've got uh Perez, Aiken, and then Felix Bautista, who was owned by who? Adam Duval. Adam Duvall, he would be so good right now. We need him so badly right now.
2: Dude, think about this lineup with Duvall and with Story.
1: That's a top-five offense. That's so a it's offense.
0: 100% true. At the same time, though, shout-out Kike, because he's been picking up the slack
1: from the right-handed batter's box. Kike's been so big in the last couple weeks. He's he been, needed that he's so been bad. playing great baseball.
2: Tk and Turner, there were both both of them were kind of players that I was down on, but
1: they've really turned it up. There's a question that I'm going to ask, and and I'm expecting one answer. Who do you guys want on your team right now, JD Martinez or Justin Turner? Justin Turner. Nick. Well, my answer is
0: Justin Turner, but I've seen so many tweets from you about. But I'd rather have JD Martinez or Justin Turner and i expect you to have some some strong takes on this
1: i probably disliked jd martinez more than i li- than i disliked nick pavetta in his last year in boston that dude was, just did not get a big hit all year like he feasted off of doubles off the monster and like ch- chip shot home runs like down four like this i just did not feel like he was clutch and i don't feel like his at bats were nearly as good as they were Nick, with his hand raised
0: joey i wanna I wanna comment, and i I think that uh people forget that jD Martinez ended last year with fourteen home runs. is that right sixteen that's 14? not a lot, but he also hit two the last game of the season uh so that that kind
1: of boosts that number a little bit by two and it does um nice. Caesar, your uh, lighting just could not be worse right now i, I <laughs> I'm just laughing looking at you because you're just (laughs) complete in darkness, except for your light. What is going on? Where are you?
2: I'm just in my room.
1: Like, where are you sitting? It's not on
2: video anyways.
1: Make your bed. Wow. Bro, why you got
0: three naked women in your bed? That's crazy.
2: I have a girlfriend, so it did not happen.
1: Why do you have three fully dressed women? In <laughs> I interrupted you, Nick. I'm sorry. No, it's it's, it's The okay. fully clothed women were just catching my eye. So the
0: Red Sox go from here. They take on Baltimore. They take on Cleveland. This series win was so big. It was a big series win. Thank you. And you know, this was a part of the schedule too that you have to be worried about because you're playing the first place Twins. You're playing the Brewers, who entered this series in second place because of the, the Red Hot Pirates, uh, but they were fourteen or five when we entered play, right? And then now you're going from here to play Baltimore. This should be an opportunity for the Red Sox to win some games, to say lightly. And then you got Cleveland, and then you're then you kind of hit a little. You know that's when things kind of get an uphill climb because then you got some good teams. You you go from Baltimore to Cleveland, to Toronto, Philly, Atlanta, St. Louis, Seattle, oh, San Diego. So that's a St. Gone.
1: Louis has been so bad.
0: They have they Philly
2: have. scuffling too. Philly scuffling. St. Louis have, scuffling. Seattle this, scuffling. This Baltimore. Seattle Baltimore scuffling.
0: Cleveland stretch is an opportunity for the Red Sox to
1: kind of kind of pull ahead. You know what I mean? Dude, it sucks how good the AL East is. We would be first in the AL Central. Every
0: team in the AL East is currently over five hundred.
1: It's it's ridiculous. Like the, I believe that the Rays are going to win this division by at least ten games. I strongly, strongly believe that we're going to have all three wildcard teams. Like there's not a doubt in my mind. What team? Oh, I agree. That isn't 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 in the AL East. Like I I think that we could have, the. Our worst wild card team be better than the, the division winner in the AL Central. Like, like let's say that for that last team that seeks the playoffs, of the Red Sox to win eighty eight games, I think that we would have more wins than the AL Central division winner. If that's Cleveland, it'll be Cleveland or Minnesota. Um, but there's no the AL East is only good in the the AL is only good in the East, and it's so frustrating.
2: We literally have all the teams. And it's just, it's just tough luck in the draw, but, you know, like, the whole AL East is going through that. So when it comes down to playoff time, like, the Stocks, they just can't make excuses saying, like, oh, well, like you know, everyone in this division is good. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, everyone in the division is going through the same thing. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, the Orioles are going to – It's going to be interesting. Yeah. The, the, the Rays have a 10-game losing streak in them. They're They're just – There's going to be a time when they just lose a bunch of games. Obviously, the Yankees have some sort of, like, monster collapse at some point. Blue Jays are just – I think Blue Jays are a little bit overrated, but – Can I give a little rant about the Yankees?
0: I don't think they're that good. They're not. I, like, I really don't, like – you look right now at (laughs) – Yes, they're they're their starting rotation is injured. Garrett Cole, shout out to him. He's been the best pitcher in baseball this year. He has not
1: sustainable, by the way.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not getting canceled on this podcast, but he hasn't gotten hurt in a long time if you're catching my dreams. Uh but you know, with that said, like their lineup. Is, is so not scary and come playoff time when your only hitter is Aaron Judge it's not gonna matter
2: didn't matter last season
0: it, exactly you know they 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 gave up a ton for Montas. he's probably gonna be out this year shout out uh I'm gonna mispronounce his name but Johnny Brito he's pitched he's pitched well for them
1: he had oh, a, he he gave up seven runs in two thirds of an inning, like
0: right. Best. So maybe not one star, but. Uh... Uh, Nestor's been mid. Yeah, you know, like, and then you look down at this lineup, and then yeah, Trevino who had the year of his career last year. Rizzo's a good first baseman for sure is a good first baseman. Then you look at that infield, and you got Volpe, who's been extremely disappointing, besides that one the
1: other night. No, Volpe's been really, really good. I I would disagree with you. Volpe has been an elite base runner, an elite defender, but and I those are I'm I'm going to agree I'm going to disagree and then I'm going to agree with you. I think he's been very good. I don't think he's quite what they need. They need a reliable shortstop bat, and there are a lot of kind of alarming signs with Volpe's bat because his bat has not looked good at all.
2: Joey, do you don't, want just don't to lie, this? Joey. It's not looking good on the Savant page.
0: What, what is he is... strike out a third of the a third of his at bats?
1: He strike percentage
2: out. is at twenty one. Hard hit percentage is at twenty four. Expected batting average is fourth percentile. Mm.
1: There's a he, he is a short porch monster, and that's not a good thing when you're playing half your games out of the sort
0: And then porch. you know you have DJ Lemayhu who you're paying a hundred million
1: dollars yeah. to.
0: Your your other you know your other infield options are
1: Donaldson and who like Cabrera. No, um, they've got Peraza, who's
0: better uh, than Kobe. like
1: all right, like sick. And the Yankees no, have such a bad outfield. They're like Harrison.
0: Has Franchi, who's been killing it, has come back to life. He's yeah, he's still, he's still Franchi. He's still Franchi. Like this team is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record and say that the Yankees are ass I agree I'm put the
1: record and say that too,
0: they it just too. Know it, that's gonna be my first tweet
1: what is if you just say the Yankees are ass that's gonna get like one like from me
2: <laughs> make that too
1: <laughs> Caesar you will not like it Caesar yeah, Will. well,
2: I fucking hate the Yankees. Stop that. I'm always here for Yankee slender.
1: Uh, they start like Willie Calhoun every game. Willie <laughs> <laughs> Calhoun. I don't know how they do it. And they're, they're both, like Clark Schmidt got broken by Alex Verdugo in like late 2021. And he's just been wild ever since. Like he's still good. But like they just – the Yankees have such good pitching development that they'll always pitch well. Um And bring up random guys named Johnny Brito, but, oh, my God, it is – their offense can be so bad. Nick, are you tweeting? I'm figuring out how to post a tweet. I
0: have no idea how to do it. You don't know how to tweet. Dude, I'm at this page.
1: You press the plus. The little blue button in the left.
0: Why
2: are you in charge, dude? You're in college and you don't know how to use Twitter.
1: No, he only knows how to reply to my old tweets. Apparently, he only knows the reply button because he's never made a tweet other than replying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude, I'm not a Twitter guy. It's all good. Well, you're going to be because
1: you're posting twice a day now.
0: Hell yeah, dude! This shit's gonna blow up.
1: Yeah, I'm expecting you know capitalization, punctuation, good pictures. Yeah. We have an image to keep up. We have 135 loyal followers.
2: That is a professional Twitter account.
1: I mean, look at look at look at this. I have I have link to listen. I have the link and everything. We got one like and one retweet Don't right,
0: we start starting tomorrow where we're going ham on this thing. Not so we got many. sale against the cream machine. What? Sale against Dean Creamer. This is a big start for sale. Oh, I. I the, the the game tomorrow, that is the earliest game of the day, is Rockies Guardians. It's Austin Gomber against Al Quantrill. Uh, uh, one of my teachers in college is a big Rockies fan. And it is crazy because I didn't even realize how bad they got ripped off in that trade. For Aranato? For
1: Aranato. It's one of the worst trades in MLB history.
0: They're, they paid the Cardinals $50 million to take Arenado off their hands. For Austin <laughs> Gomber,
1: Elahirius, Montero, like, it was unreal how bad it was. It's it's bad. The Rockies just are one of the most, like, like, okay, obviously athletics, pathetic franchise. Angels are a pretty bad franchise, but they try and they pay guys. Rockies are a really, really miserable. Like, they they need to tear it down. They give, they give, right? And they're
0: playing, they're playing Cal Quantrill, whose sister is in Zeta at Elon University. Shout out Avery Quantrill if you're listening to this podcast.
1: Shout out Sarah Volpe, cousin of Anthony Volpe. There's my connection. Cool. Any connections? Shout out Nesson. Shout out Nesson. Caesar, I do have a, I, I, I have a question about Nesson.
2: Answer about Nesson.
1: So this is might be a might be a HR type question, but I am able to play Nesson Plus on my phone to watch the Red Sox game because Nesson had the Bruins, as you know, and then it had the Red Sox yes. on Nesson Plus. Yes. And I as you also might may or may not know, I was in Ohio for three or four days and I could not watch the Red Sox. Which made sense, because I was out of the regional coverage. But when I got back, it said I was still out of regional coverage. And I can't watch the Red Sox game on my computer.
2: Um, I would say just maybe sign out and sign back in.
1: I don't have an account. Like, I don't, like, do that. Wait, yes, I do. What
2: do you mean? Yeah, what? Obviously. You definitely have you know. an account. Yes.
1: I that either. would be the only
2: thing that I could think of.
1: Anyone I could call?
2: Um, I mean, I guess you could call Madison, but I don't want to put McKenna in too much trouble. Shout out, McKenna. Oh, McKenna.
1: So. Shout out, McKenna. I will be calling you after this podcast. Shout out, McKenna.
2: <laughs> yeah, Nick. I would say just sign out. Sign back in.
1: Speaking of signing out, Nick's going to sign Big out. Big
2: series coming up.
1: Big series coming up. Sale, Kluber.
0: How um,
1: run it. Go. I didn't get that. Could oh. you try again? <laughs> I didn't get that. Could you try again?
0: So Joey is is over here FaceTiming his Snapchat AI, who is currently his number one best friend on Snapchat. And so uncalled for. <laughs> uh, so while while Joey will tax his AI, Caesar and I who are employees of the Boston Red Sox organization, working for the Boston Red Sox and the New England Sports Network, just witnessed the Boston Red Sox take not one, not two, but three series in a row, one being a four-game series win against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And guess what, folks? What? What? The Red Sox now have three games against the Baltimore Orioles, who are currently ahead of them in the standings by three games. Joey, I don't know about you. I think next time we're going to talk, we're going to talk about how the Red Sox are tied with the Orioles in the standings because they're not going to win not one, not two, not three games. And then you know what we're saying after we take three games from the Baltimore Orioles? But we're going to be saying, it means the duck boats.